Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, On The Pace for this Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us, Brittany Graham, to talk you through harness racing for the next 10 minutes or so here in New South Wales. And we've got Bathurst to look forward to tonight. Ten races tonight at Bathurst as well. So a big card of racing. The first gets underway just after 5 o'clock and uh, towards the latter part of the card. In fact, the last two races, race and nine, races 9 and 10, uh, they will be for the two-year-old smaller fields. But uh, there's also quite a good up to 75 event, which looks pretty competitive on paper as well. So the first, as I mentioned, just after five o'clock this evening, we had a racing at Tabcourt Park Menangle yesterday. There were eight races on the card, including the first two heats of the two-year-old Trotters Foundation Series, and uh, they were well supported as well. There were seven runners in the opening heat and eight in the second, so great to see the juvenile Trotters up and about, and one man who was able to combine uh, with his wife Mary to get a win straight up on the board when it comes to that Foundation Series is Joe Rando, and he's been kind enough to join us this morning to chat about uh, his cult major creation, who was uh, very, very professional in his performance to take out the opening heat. Thanks for your time this morning, Joe. And he looks to be a nice progressive cult. He looks to have a little bit of style and swagger about him as well. Yeah, we're really upbeat about this cult, Brittany. He's, um, we got him from the APG sale last year. He was actually passed in and Michael, Michael Taylor owns him. And when he got passed in, Michael and I spoke about it and he, we brought him home. Um, and he, look, he was from day dot when we when we I started breaking him in. He just showed a little bit of talent straight away, and he's just been a professional from day dot. You know, he's got a lot of scope. He's um, I just think he'll go a long way this cult. Yeah. Yeah, exciting times for sure and certain. And for any two-year-old trotter to come out and win their first race, it's a big effort because, and I think probably across the board yesterday, the majority of the juveniles were were quite on their best behaviour, to be honest. But at the start, for a two-year-old at their first start to be asked off the gate and absorb some of that early pressure, uh, he looks like he's got a, a pretty good head on his shoulders because he dealt with everything with ease yesterday. He does, Brittany. Like, you've been around horses a long time and I've never had a, a young horse go to the trials and to the races and he's never turned a hair, you know. Like, he just stands there with his head... He's a cult. He stands there with his head down between his legs and sometimes I say to Mary, look at him, he looks like he's asleep, you know. <laughs> um, he's just so cool. But once he's on the track, he's all business. And Jack Jack actually, that was Jack's first drive on him yesterday, and it was a terrific drive. Like I just said to Jack, working forward, put him up into the race. He's, he, you know, he's got a lot of bottom to him. And and Jack sort of, when he come off the track, he was like, oh, you know, he's a, he's a really nice horse, this horse. I wish I had the, uh, a previous drive on him at the trials. Unlucky, unlucky for Sam Hart. He got he's doing a suspension, um, but yeah, Jack just put him straight back into the race. Once he once he let the other horse go, he just put him straight back into the race and just kept him rolling. And that's what the horse likes to do. He got, he likes to do that at, at home in track work. He's just he, and honestly, he's never made a break in his life. I shouldn't say that, but yeah, he's never made a break from one day from the first time I put him in the bike. He's never made a break at all. Well, that's so important in these juvenile races, aren't they? And the other thing I noticed about him is he wears very little gear. He doesn't wear a head check. He just seems to be so balanced and and he holds his head so steady. For a square gator so early on in their career, you've just evidenced that by what you've said, but he's just 
just for a two-year-old trotter to have that so early on, uh, it's very, very promising. Yeah, well, we we broke him in with a head check on, and you know, I'm I not keen on racing babies without a head check, but he was just. We gave him a couple of green trials, and Mary said to me, "Take the head check off," and I went, "No," and and we took it off, and he had his first trial with, and we never. He, I think, I don't think we have him track working without a head check. We just took it off at the trial day, and he just handled it, you know, because he's, he always had his head where he wanted to have it, you know. Um, and after that trial, he just got better and better, you know. He he's just a he's just a power power pack of a horse. Yeah, he looks to have a great future ahead of him. Sounds like you're pretty excited as well. Is he one of a few two-year-olds in the stable, or uh, is he the main one at this stage? Um, we have two. We just turned. Um, we have a really nice Crixton. He's just turned out for eight weeks. He's he's been sent out to get a little bit of growing pain, so he's um, he'll come back a gelding. Um, he'll have eight weeks off and bring him back. Um, he's not far behind this horse, like he's. He's a really nice horse as well. They're the only two two-year-olds we have at the moment, but we we have a stack of um, yearlings this year. We've got we've actually got five yearling trotting yearlings this year to break in and and get going. So good times ahead with our babies. Yeah, certainly sounds as though it is going to be uh, a great time. Fingers crossed. Where does this series head now for Major Creation? When can we expect to see him next? Does he have to go through other heats or uh, is it just a time of just balancing him up now and getting him ready for that final? Um, you have to contest two heats to make the final. Um, and um, I think that's a fortnight to the next heat. We'll just race him through each heat and just put him through, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to push him hard early. Um, he's, we've sort of held him back as much as we can. I don't want him to be doing his best straight away. There's a, like last week, he trialled in two, two 3.9. He's come out and went 2.2 two yesterday. Uh, he seems to be improving that two seconds every time we put him out, out onto the track. So we're just going to take our time with him. We're sort of looking at the end of the season. He's paid up for Breeders' Crown, Vic Bread, and all that sort of you know, at the end of the season. So he's got a big season at the end of the season. This is just more education and getting, preparing him for hopefully the end of the season and take on those good two-year-olds down in Victoria. Yeah, fingers crossed for major creation. Have you, in terms of his sire, before we move on, creatine, uh, he's a pretty new sire on the block. I guess he's probably created a great impression there first up with you with major creation. Have you had a lot to do with any of his other progeny? Um, we actually have two yearlings by him, two fillies by him, and and everyone that I talk to that have have one, they are very relaxed, um, really easy going type of horse. They don't get bothered about anything. Um, he was a he was a great horse himself, Creatin. He um, I think he won two point two million, and he won the Hambo, and he he was a really good horse in a in a really good era of horse. Uh, you know, he's the three-year-olds, the two- and three-year-olds that he was racing at the time. And I just, we just think um, he could make a really nice stallion. Yeah, we, we're trying to get um, Rompers Monarchy. We tried, actually tried to get Rompers Monarchy in foal to him this year, but because of COVID, it just didn't happen. Yeah. 
Oh, well, we'll wait to see more of his stock roll out. Just having a look, he's had three starters now. Obviously, yesterday's winner is on the board. He's only got 46 uh, live Australian foals, so not big crops, but it uh, looks as though he's going to do a pretty nice job. You've got two feature race starters on Saturday night, which is always exciting. Revy J goes around in the Trotting Mares feature, coming off the back of a win last week. Back to mobile conditions. I think she'll appreciate that as well. Um, yeah, she hates the stand. She actually, she absolutely hates it. She'll, she'll trot for 50 metres or 60 metres and then she'll gallop. And she was out the back with um, Blake's horse. And, you know, they those two horses shouldn't have made the ground that they did. And, and she just, she she carted Blake into the race and they, they shouldn't have run first and second. She she went really well. We were really proud, we were proud of her. Um, the race that she's in on Saturday night, it's a race that we've been trying to win at home for quite a few years here, the, the La Cucaracha, Rompers Monarchy and a couple of other mares that we've had. Um, oh, look, it's a pretty solid race with these Victorian mares. Um, she's not out of place. She, she can run the time. She's got a great finishing burst. Um, Jack gets on really, really well with her. She, she really knows how to hit the line, this mare. She's all, she's, I don't think we've even reached the bottom of her yet. She's, she's just a great mare. Mary and I, owner ourselves and we absolutely love her yeah and why wouldn't she she's been so consistent she of course was yeah. a group winner going back throughout the carnival in the keystone dell backing up week to week off the back of a freshen up firstly how has she been since that big effort last week because uh, on paper it, it was a pretty finding run and in terms of the barrier draw on saturday night it probably doesn't look too bad. You you would have known that you were going to draw out a little bit with it being drawn on national rating, but you've got a few of the higher class mares or the higher rated mares to your outside. So yeah. hopefully she can find a nice spot because, as you mentioned, she's basically got pacing-like speed. Yes. Yeah, and and the, the crazy thing is we don't really use her out of the gate, but she's got blistering gate speed out of the gate if we want to use it. But she seems to be happy... When she she comes out with with them a little bit and then drops in, takes the sit, and you you watch where Jack t pulls her out at the top of the straight, and she just powers to the line. She's never she's never ever given up, and a couple of her races where she's got beat from galloping um, earlier in her career is because she just tries so hard, you know, and it's it's a it's a it's a pretty good race Saturday night, and I I think we can be right up there with them. Yeah, hopefully you can get that race uh, on the or that trophy on, on the mantle if you've been trying to win it for a little while. And it's also, uh, in terms of the mile trip for the mares, can be uh, quite significant from that perspective as well, getting a good time next to their name for yeah. down the track. And then in the group two New South Wales Trotters Oaks, you've got Illawong Moonbeam, who's a relatively new addition to the stable. She's only had the two starts. She was fantastic first up winning. And then it all went wrong last time out. She's got so much ability, this girl, but she's still learning her craft. Yeah, um, her first start, Luke drove her, and it was his first drive on her. And said to Luke, "You just got to go with her a little bit. She gets a little bit cranky, and she's, you know, she's got so much ability." Michael Taylor brought her as a, you know, as a prospect, as a broodmare later down on the tr down the track. But she's, she's just got so much ability. This filly, she's just. She reminds me a lot of Revy J. Um, the same when we got Revy J. At the same time, um, she just wants to run. She just tries so hard. Her first start, Luke come off the track and he said to me, "You're right. She's got some ability." He said she went 57 four. He said I probably could have went 54 if I wanted to. 
Um, but then the other day, she just got cranky before the start, and the the drag was out on the track. She seen the drag, and she actually she actually galloped past it, and that was the beginning of the end. Um, so hopefully, we can we've changed we've made a few little gear changes um, with a bit and her bridle and. Um, a few things like that. Hopefully, we've had her settled here at home a bit better. Hopefully, she can just get away with them and, and sit in. And she's as good as those fillies that are going around on Saturday night. I know it. Yeah. Yeah, she has to give away a bit of a head start in terms of the barrier draw due to being out of the draw. So she was always going to draw white. Is the 2300 metres any concern if she does start to overdo it because uh, over the longer trip if they get keen it's a lot further to home than it is at the mile or is it just a case of saying on Saturday night to Jack Trainer just keep her happy whether she wants to roll forward or roll back you just keep yeah. her where she wants to be yeah that's that will be the instructions um just do because Jack's driven her in trials so he knows the filly um, it'll be just go with her. Like, that's what I said to Luke the other week. Just go with her. You've got to go with her and not fight her. And, you know, when she throws her head forward, just go with her with your hands forward and then bring her back. And she seems to be happy with that. So hopefully we can sort of work across and get into the running line and, and have her relaxed. Um, with the gear changes that we have done, she has, she is, she's not throwing her head up and down um, like she used to. So, it's yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a concern at the 2300. Um, but I know she'll get the distance. It's, I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, she can settle. She'll certainly help herself a great deal from that mm. perspective. Thanks for your time this morning, Joe. Best of luck on Saturday night and really looking forward to watching the progress of Major Creation over this season. He looks to be uh, something pretty nice to look forward to. So thanks for your time yeah. and we'll chat again soon. Thanks, Brittany. Joe Rando there this morning had a two-year-old trotting winner yesterday and he's got two nice chances when it comes to the feature races on Saturday night at Tabcook Park Menangle. It is a strong night of racing there. The trotters will take centre stage and particularly uh, the mares and the fillies in the open mares, Little Cucaracha, and also the three-year-old trotting fillies, Trotters Oaks. And then there will also be uh, the Australian Pacing Gold four-year-old mixed-sex uh, consolation. We saw heats run last week. A few of the New South Wales representatives have uh, gone to Melton to contest the rich finals, the likes of uh, Expensive Ego. I saw Michelle Lee Mack also in the fields. Pelosi, she's heading down. So Pelosi and Expensive Ego are the two favourites for those Group 1 features. But the consolation uh, here closer to home on Saturday night should be ultra competitive. The likes of JOK and Crunch Time look the two to beat there. Just a few other bits and pieces of news. If you missed the news earlier this week, Lock and Varart, He's been sent for a pretty significant spell and it's unlikely that we will see him again this year. So it looks as though no inter-dominion for him. It's not completely off the table, uh, but he will be given a good four-month break to get over a bit of bone bruising that he's developed since he had that issue leading into the Miracle Mile. Of course, he had uh, the feet issue or the feet issues in terms of, uh, you know, having that issue once he shifted that shoe. But it's probably, well, he's probably overcompensated for that a little bit. Now he's got a bit of uh, bone bruising both in front and behind. So uh, he will be given a good spell and there is a possibility that he will uh, attend to some stallion duties while he's out having that rest as well. Uh, big congratulations also to Robbie and Kerry Ann Morris on the arrival of their new bub. Stella Margaret Morris was born yesterday so you might have noticed that Robbie didn't take any drives yesterday. There was good reason for that. Uh, Kerry Ann 
uh, was bringing their new bub into the world. So a big congratulations to them from everybody involved in harness racing and also uh, the retirement of Ultimate Sniper uh, late last week was announced. So the defending Inter-Dominion champion, he will be standing uh, for Alabar and Neveliar. Whether he stands in Australia or New Zealand is still yet to be seen, but that bit of news filtering through. So Bathurst tonight, 10 races just after 5 o'clock. Best of luck if you're having an investment. I'll be back same place, same time tomorrow morning for on the pace at 10.30 to chat all things New South Wales harness racing.